wrestler. Look at my pants. <laughs> um, oh which... my God. What? Okay. Yeah, carry on. Hi, everyone. This is Rich. I was doing a little bit extra at the beginning of this podcast to let you know that we recorded this on a boiling hot day in sunny Kent, and I left a fan on in the background for the first seven minutes. Uh, don't worry. I do turn it off once I realize it's being picked up on the microphone. So uh, I'll shut up now, and we can get on with the podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Rich. Uh, welcome to the World of Wrestling Podcast. I'm here with Tax. Hello, everyone. I will remember to call you Tax Williams this week. We're going to nail it this time. It's going to be good. How you doing, man? Yeah, not too bad, mate. How's your week been? Uh, good, good. I watched lots of wrestling. Yeah, there's been quite <laughs> a lot, uh, lot to cover. Only only six hours after the last two nights. Yeah, two nights we've watched six. Was it six hours in the end? Yeah, three hours Monday, two and a half-ish, possibly a bit longer on the... Um, the last night it's close enough to six and uh, we are doing the uk championship tournament yes yes which is quite a mouthful yeah that's why i think they've changed it to nxt uk <laughs> it's probably a good idea but and you notice straight away so night one wwe united kingdom championship then the intro for night two straight away of the nxt entrance so you can tell it's part of the whole nxt presentation now We'll get on to what we think about that later, I think, once yeah. we get through. Uh, should we quickly whip through the first round of the uh, tournament? Because this was all broadcast on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, should I literally just fly through it? Yeah, I'll fly through. The, these are the download matches, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, the very first one uh, was, these are all broadcast on YouTube for free. We start at full sale. Did you watch this match? I did. This was Gulak Gallagher. It was, yeah. yeah. Probably the best match of the opening round. Definitely. And a continual trend over into Monday night. Stiff, technical... Really loved it. Gallagher wins by headbutt. Yeah. Makes Who sense. doesn't like that? Yeah. Saw it coming, but, you know, it's probably good. <laughs> Sensible booking is sometimes a good thing. Yeah. I would have loved to have had um, Gulak over here for the other shows. Yeah. But, but again, realistically, is he going to be on a UK brand or is he going to stay in 205 or is he going to stay up or move up to NXT? Yeah. The kind of Trump politician-esque gimmick <laughs> yeah. is so much fun that <laughs> I don't think they're going to lose him on 205 anytime soon. Uh, but then we're off to Download Festival. Uh, the first match is Travis Banks against Liguero, who's from Leeds, England. Yeah, and just Liguero now. <laughs> Where's L gone? Yeah, true. Did I say L or did I say Liguero? No, no, you said Liguero. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, so Travis Banks against Liguero. Uh, Travis Banks via Slice of Heaven and Kiwi Crusher for the win. Um, not happy about that. No, not at all? Well, again, as we'll get into it in a bit more detail, I, you know, I understand why people like Banks. It's just not my cup of tea we said this at progress at ali pally it's yeah. a case of he's they booked a decent storyline for him but i just again i'm not overly comfortable with the character i'm not overly comfortable with the work from my personal tastes okay uh i don't disagree but yeah. he's going to be here for quite a lot of this tournament so <laughs> yep <laughs> not well at this point um travis has a lot of positives i personally feel this tournament was missing guys like Legero. yeah definitely a bit of personality, character, get the crowd whipped up. Like especially the first night of the actual tournament, which we'll get onto in a second, didn't feel as fun as I hoped it was going to. Maybe no. But uh, this uh, slice of heaven kiwi crusher combination becomes quite important as the tournament goes on. So take note. Uh, we've got Kenny Williams against. He's big. He's bad. He's probably your dad, Dave Mastiff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mastiff via cannonball. Attacks Williams does a cannonball. Bloody do love that move. I, I just remembered you do. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Uh, big man's move. Uh, Dave Mastiff, best big man in the UK? Definitely. And while I love Mastiff, he is one of those who have been signed so they're not on World of Sport because like he's it. a phenomenal, phenomenal competitor. Same for when he was in TNA British Boot Camp and mm. you could see how good he was amongst all these high flyers and all these technical athletes. He's just a cardio machine but I don't know how they're going to use him in NXT UK. Yeah, I It has a smattering of, ah, oh, he was on World of Sport last year. Let's get him in here. And I think it's the same thing with Liguero. Mm -hmm. 
obviously he looks like he's going to be part of the roster going forward, but why he wasn't part of the tournament, get him in so he's not in World of Sport. Yeah, maybe so, yeah. But then you, know, you think about uh, what they did with Gibson eventually in this tournament as well. He was one of those guys that they definitely felt like they wanted and yeah. he's got the personality to go over. But um, uh, both the Guerrero and Mastiff have had some great comedy routines in progress yeah. and such, so maybe there's a story there. Or Well, hopefully they'll team up and have their... Um their little tag team going as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be absolutely great because that was a lot of fun yeah. in progress. At least. Uh, so we've got Flash Morgan Webster against James Drake. At this point, something really pissed me off. Nigel McGuinness asked Vic Joseph about Northern Soul. He goes on about Northern Soul maybe four or five times during this. They're like, it's not Northern Soul. They knew who they wanted to get through. And again, Drake's phenomenal. He's really come a long way in the last yeah. couple of years. And compared yeah. to how he was in the tournament last year as well. Yep. And being associated with Gibson. Yep has really helped him i wonder if that will come across in the uk stuff you know or if I, they I, do tag him up i wonder if they'll push i mean gibson's gonna be as we'll get to probably their, their top top draw guy. yeah it feels like a top heel yeah know, top bad guy but drake's definitely a huge upside and huge improvements over the last 12 months yeah yeah definitely 100 percent. absolutely love him he's also got his own face on his ass which is brilliant <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh we've got webster via the shitty destino aka the eaton rifle yeah um new japan reference there i don't know if you got that but no. like um uh, tetsuya naito does the same move the spinny reverse ddt yeah. thing but does it a lot better with a kind of nice sit out rather than like a flat out thing and so yeah shitty destino we're gonna call that from now on uh amir jordan against soon to be the uk <laughs> number one Zach Gibson what do you think about Amir Jordan's gimmick um hmm. it couldn't be more typical no it's it's how I would consider WWE to book anyone of that background yeah um and a top top athlete okay. I it's a shame they put him against Gibson because I think he would have done really well being in the main tournament on the network I didn't turn off the fan give me a second I'm just gonna turn that off because I just remembered <laughs> <laughs> Now we have no fan in the background. <laughs> Carry on, please. So, yeah, so Amir Jordan, I think, would have had a phenomenal upside to be on the main WWE Network show, so the Monday and the Tuesday nights, rather than the download. He basically was a whipping boy for Gibson in this, and just to get yeah. Gibson over. And I think the, with the combination of the gimmick and this, uh, I, I didn't do much for me. No, I, I think, again, that's a lot for these qualifying matches. Yeah. We knew, I think you could look at it and say, other than maybe the Ligero, Mm-hmm. match but they weren't going to take banks out you could pick who was going to go who was going to win each of those matches yeah pretty much man yep true true uh gibson via shankly gates as you might expect yep <laughs> and then uh joseph connors against ashton smith i've got ashton smith winning via ripcord ddt which apparently calls the ash cloud biggest upset of the night i'd say so only because connors is more established yeah and again was competing in the 2017 tournament yeah been on the wwe stuff is yeah because he was on fairly um, well known he's been on progress recently as yeah, well he was on the 205 when they were in the uk earlier this year as well i think connors. didn't know that okay yeah. cool um but yeah ashton smith i was really impressed with him in the tournament which we'll get to yeah i thought he had a good showing needs a more developed gimmick yeah i but i think that will come if he's again going forward with nxt uk mm-hmm. and it will all depend on how they do with deal with these tapings yep. going forwards i think there's a lot of potential for him to get over definitely i said he's got the confidence. fluid in the ring yeah. technically sound like this seems to have had really really good training experience yeah i remember seeing him tagging with uh rampage okay that was good yeah rampage brown rampage yeah. brown who must clearly be signed to world of sport must be because well, that's the on only this. reason why he's not here yeah, yeah i that's one of the only glaring omissions and grado obviously there's, there's a few <laughs> emissions i can think of immediately um i could quite like a jack sexsmith yeah i know we talked about this last week and maybe not wwe ready no but i think 
yeah, rampage for a, for a big man to be part of that division because there are a lot of slight guys and there's very talented mm. guys, but I think that's why having the Coffees Mastiff in there, yeah. it gives a bit of, for lack of a better term, a bit of meat to it. Yeah. People who go, that's a wrestler. Whereas a lot of the guys in this tournament are talented, but you look at them and you'll go, are you anybody? Yeah. Which, yeah. again, sounds really unfair and that's not taking away anything. But if you think uh, back... Looking at it from an outside perspective, especially yeah. someone doesn't know their backgrounds or whatever, like we've got no most of their backgrounds. But no. but if you look at look at the classics from late 80s, early 90s, yeah. if you'd see The Undertaker, you'd go, that guy's huge. <laughs> look yeah. at Big Show. My God, that guy's enormous. Just the moment you see him come out through the entrance. Yeah, like, you know, you know that's, that's a big deal or that's something you know different yeah whereas yeah. a lot of these guys are very similar yeah yeah and uh, it comes from you know time and development all yeah, that sort of stuff like we're not ripping on them by any means but no, but and also i like rampage brown yeah, <laughs> i think he yeah, should have exactly, been there yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh jordan devlin against tyson t-bone got an opinion uh he looks less like finn Balor this year <laughs> obviously gone. we're talking about jordan devlin <laughs> not t-bone <laughs> Traveller King or something yeah. was his gimmick last year and he got that weird Irish accent, you remember yeah, that? Yeah, it wasn't great. And then uh, coming across against a genuinely Irishman this evening was a, a bit weird and I couldn't get my head around it. But uh, Devlin wins via missing a kind of spinny kick thing that didn't do much for me and the match didn't do much for me. No. It was a bit, bit kind of stop-starty awkwardness. I think with Devlin as well, he he because after 2017 he was looked so much like Balor, yeah. I think everyone straight away just went with well, it's been Bala Light. Yeah, yeah, very and much so. It's very difficult to get on board with the character. His work on the indies over the last twelve months, though, he's building his own gimmick, his own character. I think to obviously remove the comparisons to Bala, mm. and he could do great things. But again, at the moment, it's a bit bland. This match was a, a nothing for me. Again, decent in reaction, but I think by this stage, and it's like the eighth match in. I'm like, oh man. Yeah, and luckily they were all quite short, so yeah. they had to do this quite quick. This whole thing was about an hour and a half. Yeah, which they had no bullshit. They, like, even when they did the entrances, they quickly cut straight into the action, yeah. which is very unusual for WWE. I think one of the matches I watched as well, you could tell there was some editing because the ring announcer wasn't saying anything during yeah. <laughs> one of the intros. Like, well, she's done well. This all three nights. Of this, so I, I'm including this as night one, even though yeah. it was obviously over a couple of days. Um, this the the f- two nights of the UK or the night of the championship tournament and then the night of the NXT UK there was some serious editing that wasn't very well done <laughs> no. and as an editor like I really really noticed and there's some big audio dropouts um, apparently I read uh, some comments on YouTube uh, from people that were at the download shows and they were saying you can imagine being at a music festival Booze on tap, ready to go. There was some quite naughty chants, let's put it that way. <laughs> Lots of sweary. <laughs> but that's the same that some people were saying about the two nights at Royal Albert Hall, that the atmosphere that was there in person wasn't well translated into the, the shows on the network. Yeah. So I'm assuming some of the uh, some of the Gibson chants were definitely edited out. <laughs> some some escaped, but there's a couple a I'll lot that to. definitely weren't. Uh, the last match you've got Tucker, who I've never seen before. Seems a bit green, but talented, ripped as hell, but good against Joe Coffey. I like Joe Coffey. Yeah. What is his gimmick? Angry, angry man. Angry Scotsman. Yeah. He's obviously used the Iron Man thing for ICW for a many years now and yeah. across the country or whatever occasionally would be painted up occasionally wouldn't be painted up you know it's kind of like i always wanted him to commit to something you know like i think he's always had a lot of potential a lot of size a lot of um, technical ability everything else but i don't know I, I get lost in why i should cheer or boo him 
until night three of this. Yeah. Where they really started to get him, him and his brother over. Yeah. At this point, the first time I was watching this match, I was uh, really questioning why he was here. Uh, and I eventually saw why he yeah. was there. <laughs> I also think from, from, from Coffee, from a gimmick standpoint, yeah. I wonder if he toned down for the tournament. Because again, as we said earlier, as they're lacking big guys, he's a big guy who can move. And it's a case of, he's just a tough son of a gun. He doesn't need uh, any sort of glittering, no no fancy tassels. <laughs> he just hits people hard. And um, ag- again, just in ring, he's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, I think everyone should have glittery tassels, just to point out at this point. <laughs> 7th of July, mate. SEPW, <laughs> King Summer Rumble. I will make sure I have glittery tassels. Uh, I, I'm a fan of gimmicks. I like I like the cartoony craziness of world wrestling, you know? Max Moon. Yeah, I love a Max Moon. Why not, mate? Um, I don't know. I, I, I would like Joe Coffey to develop himself a little bit more again. Like uh, Maybe I'm getting on these guys all a bit too much about this, but... yeah. Um, I want established characters, you know. Like, but I think now if they have a weekly show, hmm. that's going to give them the ability to do it. Definitely. I think it's difficult in the indies unless you're going to be continually with one promotion where everyone's going to see that develop. As you said, if he's going to be up with ICW, then around the country doing things, hmm. people aren't going to to jump into it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's same thing again. So we touched on Sid Scarlett in the prequel um, episode. He's got a very good face gimmick, but. Uh, some places like the Dome shows at Progress, he's been doing the business okay. as a completely different side to the Sid Scarlet. So it's down to what the promoter, I would say, wants from the booking. So I wonder if Coffee, if it's a lot of it, it's a case of, I'd like you to be the Iron Man gimmick, or I'd like you to come in and just be Big Scottish Bruiser. Right, right, yeah, I see. Okay, cool. Interesting. Not an insight I thought. I would assume <laughs> you'd come in and be like, this is who I am tonight. But I guess that's just not the case, is it? You do what your employer wants you to do. I think a lot, a lot of the time, obviously, if you've got a pre-established character, then yeah. it's there. But if you've got, if there are blurred lines and the promoter wants something a little bit different, that's how you know it could go through. One night you're working heel, one night you're working face. Odd weekend. Yeah, I imagine as much. That that flipping of changing your personality yeah. it must be kind of fun, at least. Yeah. You get to muck around. A bit <laughs> like of, a, of both worlds. Yeah, okay, cool. So... Night one of the tournament. Yeah, again, amazing production value from the hype videos. <laughs> what the opening shot of Johnny Saint's ass? You yeah. <laughs> Johnny Saint, I, I do... Careful now, careful. Oh, no. <laughs> Johnny Saint, mate. I know it's going to get me on a... And already so far, I've, I've slated a few people and not really been a fan of it so far. It's fine, it's fine. But jumping forward to the announcement about NXT UK... Yeah. You'd expect a bit more pump, but his, his, he might as well be like the Fatal Four Man. You mean the Fatal Four Man? Yeah, <laughs> Fatal Four Man. And and I'd like to introduce you to uh, the NXT UK brand. Yep, yep, exactly. But yeah, that's Johnny Saint man. He's yeah, been I, so reserved. It always I know. has been, you know. And uh, I, yeah, I think he's going to be a good marquee name for yeah. British wrestling but I think going forward if they want to have a character GM so if they're going to be play roles they'll need someone else if they're just going to be a a poster boy and appear occasionally brilliant choice yeah yeah definitely uh, if they're going to have um, an on screen character I'd love to see someone like a Ricky Knight or something come in oh my good god proper ropey like sort of GM like NXT Carney. UK doesn't become PG anymore <laughs> <laughs> love it mate um, yeah, who else? Who else could do that role? If you're not going to have Johnny Saint, who depends how much Regal would get involved with it. Yeah, Regal's fully established NXT UK. I mean USA now, you'd imagine. Yeah. But um, I don't know. 
There's got to be someone out there that we could think of. Yeah, I mean, Wade Barrett did a bit for Defiant. Could but be. He's, I don't know where he is now doing a lot of movies mm-hmm. and someone who could get it done in the ring now if there's a payoff needed. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, good on the mic, obviously. It could take a bump. We know that yeah. for sure, you know. Yeah. So, but yeah, British wrestler-wise, who would be happy to be a non-competitor role? Upon retirement, Doug Williams? Oh man, that would be amazing. British legend. Anything Doug Williams would have an upside. Yeah, good it. on the mic, very yeah. lovable. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, so yeah, the opening package is WWE's boss editing skills, like yeah. just the best. I would have liked to have seen a bit more, mm, added to it, like flamboyance, like editing, like effects yeah. and things. But it's it's real classy. They get over the Royal Albert Hall. They get over Johnny Saint, Pete Dunne, Zach Gibson, Flash Morgan Webster. Which is good. Yeah. And again, for those who are watching it for maybe the first time, so again, US viewers didn't watch the 2017 tournament. You've already established your stars. But you kind of got the impression already from the get go that, like the 2017 tournament was a vehicle for Pete Dunne, even though Bate won the belt. Yeah. You could tell straight away at the beginning Gibson's the main heel. If Pete Dunne's going to be a face, they're not going to, they're not going to drop it. Yeah. Um, what do you think about them pushing Flash Morgan Webster so hard? Like, he was on a lot of the promo images, him doing his little drop with the glasses and such. He was highlighted in this opening video package. I think he's a phenomenal in-ring athlete. I don't get the character. It's never... I Obviously, I understand it, but it's never resonated with me. Yeah. It certainly wouldn't resonate with a US audience. He's talented in-ring. I don't think his character would be able to get over with a US crowd hmm. and on night two his facials when Johnny Saint came out to make it a fatal four way <laughs> it was just I know you need to be expressive and he's probably told you know obviously you're supposed to be large in life but some of the facial expressions of what's Johnny Saint <laughs> doing here who could possibly be coming out Ooh. you thought it was too much it's too much for me okay okay cool, um, cool. I understand why uh, but as I said, the character, the gimmick, it, it doesn't resonate with me. I think he's a good in-ring worker, which is why he's featured. And he would be the upper mid-card. He'd be the stepping stone to a title shot sort yeah. of character. Same how I see Mark Andrews being mm-hmm. top athlete and can go in the ring. Great character. But I would never see him as a top-tier UK talent at the moment. I'd see him as the top level to then get to the belt. So uh, the first shot of the Royal Albert Hall as they cut out this opening package shows about 50 empty seats. Did yep. you notice this? Yep. There was a big section of big red seats down the bottom and I was like, that's not a good way to start. No. I mean, they've got to show what they've got to show. This is the opening of the show. I mean, that's what was happening. All over, like the greatest Royal Rumble all over again when you had the whole ring area completely emptied other than the Crown Prince and his family. That was strange. I did not <laughs> like that whatsoever when they've got their backs turned to the ring for half the show yeah. and stuff. Not that they did that at the UK one, but they definitely did that at the greatest Royal Rumble. That was horrible. But uh, thank God for Mara Ronaldo and Nigel McGuinness. Uh, uh, crowds are chanting both these guys to start with yeah. and I couldn't agree more like yeah. they're the best Ronaldo it's top notch it is a shame that he isn't on Smackdown on the main roster yeah. but I think with his ability to have a bit more flexibility and freedom on NXT and NXT UK absolutely brilliant but then then these so obviously these guys have done commentary for the UK tournament mm-hmm. who is going to be commentating 
for NXT UK. It's interesting, yeah. I can reveal as a spoiler, I've not been asked. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, at least. Uh, I've not been asked. <laughs> and as I've slated some people already, I probably won't be welcome. There's there's a few people. Um, I mean, Glenn Joseph does a good job for progress, but I, I will say I enjoy his his commentary my missus who just has to hear it but i'm not watching a lot of the time finds him a little bit grating oh, really? sometimes which uh i don't quite understand i think it's the screaming which yeah. he always goes on about how he won't do it or whatever and i'm like i kind of want you to do it it shows your expression it shows yeah. you getting out there you're into it i don't get what people are ripping on him about that for if that is the case no, but... i like glenn's commentary yeah me too and obviously you've got lambert and Stalin up at pcw yeah um, lambert when he was doing the five star He's great. joe hendry was warming on me on five star as well so he could be an option but i would also assume that joe hendry would probably be in ring another guy who probably should have been in the storm but I he gimmick. had some stuff with TNA recently, so I wonder ah, if he's contracted to them. Okay. What about Grado? Would he be TNA as well? Grado's with TNA, yeah. Right. And again, I no. Is 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 Impact Wrestling, whatever it's called now, is there even like big contracts with them anymore? I now know. they're in Canada. I think they go with a very similar to old New Japan approach of we'll give you a year deal and once ah. it's over we'll renew or we'll refresh and get other talent in to replace. So they mm. won't sign people to big money contracts. Cool. If you think I mean I can't even remember. I don't. Austin Aries, I think, is their champion at the moment. I believe doing, so. Doing a wrestling yeah. podcast, and I don't know who <laughs> champion in. Don't the watch Impact. I'm very happy to admit it. Yeah, it's it's not something that sits on my radar too much. I stopped watching after the um, the Abyss and someone exploding tombstone match thing that they had uh, around the time, and I was just like, "No, nah, you're all right. Thanks, mate." I'm happy just to watch other wrestling because yeah. there's tons of, of it, <laughs> and also the better quality. Quarterfinal match one. Yeah. Gibson and Jack Gallagher. What a great opener. Oh, my word. What set, an opener. Set the bar way too high <laughs> as well. Best match of the night one, without a shadow of a doubt, uh, I think. Two of my favorite guys in wrestling in general. Like, Gallagher, um, I feel, has floundered a little bit in WWE. When he was coming out of progress and on his way to WWE, he was on fire. I always forget how good he is. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's still great. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But... He has the potential to be even more. Yeah. You know? Great gimmick. I'm glad he's not wrestling in a suit anymore, although that was brilliant. <laughs> but it's just he's such a talented guy, and I hope he stays as part of NXT UK rather than two oh five. Yeah, me too. I think it all depends on the tapings if they can do both, mm -hmm. which will be interesting to see going forward. But obviously, you know, Shankly Gates to finish it off for Gibson, who yeah, yeah. looked great. Yeah. And you could tell point to prove and winning and <laughs> doing it things of no uh blue bumblebee pants for jack yes. galler threw me a little bit yep. i didn't know what to think immediately <laughs> uh gibson is just the most hated person yeah on the whole thing and so he's done really well yeah you could tell that it was i think five star did bring him to prominence for having a tv audience for people to see okay. things and i think that's how wwe probably got on him obviously with his tag stuff in progress as well recently mm -hmm. but i think just having that exposure while they obviously weren't filled arenas being in arenas cutting promos and everyone was eating out the palm of his hand uh, i didn't watch five star did you know no i heard a lot about it saw little clips on youtube i read a lot about it being kind of disastrous towards the end with missing shows and things like that well there was only one missing show because it was okay. snowed off good to know interesting um i think that was i, th I think it might have been that an aberdeen show okay. that got snowed off because uh, talent couldn't get in so they postponed it and then showed highlights of the prior week right okay as always with five star 
it seemed destined to fail because I think the British wrestling fans were not keen on it. Mm. Uh, as much of the talent as they had on there, if they don't want to support a product, I think you know people, the social media presence of it. I thought for a TV show, the first episode had a lot of issues with it. Okay, but my ultimate thought process of it's somewhere else for people to showcase their talents definitely and yeah. if we're going to crap all over it like it had it goes away and yeah. at the time there wasn't any guarantee that world of sport was going to come back and okay. we certainly didn't know we were going to get our weekly nxt uk stuff is world of sport coming back well they've done apparently they've done filming because ah. they were having they were selling tickets up at norwich again for another one of these uh upset ricky knight um, book their venue. I say that's that's not the place you should be booking that show. That's, no. that's someone's territory. Exactly. Like, um, yeah. But yeah, I think. Uh, but yeah, Gibson having that ability to work with cameras showed, in comparison, to some of the other talents on there who have okay. obviously works with their independent shows. Yeah. But never a full TV production. It's just little things. When he's when he was like any Gibson any holds, he would look for a camera and he'd make eye contact and he, he'd be there. You notice this the whole way through this tournament. Every yeah. single time Gibson, every time the crowd takes over, Gibson knows to take a step back, let them do their thing, then start to run his spots and things. Yeah, no there's, rushing. There's a few times they have to rush through because obviously they're, half, they're halfway through a sequence. They've just got to keep it going, especially in the done match and the, yeah. the final. But uh, you can tell Gibson is the master of working these chants and yeah. knowing where the cameras are and all that sort of stuff. He's very, very technically advanced. Yeah, aspects, definitely. So, yeah, it's really, really good. Um, Mara has a classic line of a smoked Gibson like a raster. Yeah. And I was like, uh, really? Is that appropriate for PG? But yeah, let's go with it. Um, diving headbutts counted, Shankly Gates, tap, tap, tap. As you say, Gibson wins. Um, Gibson then points to his dick and then to his head. So, I mean, don't know what he's trying to say there. <laughs> Personal growth. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I absolutely loved it. Great opening match. Um, should we on the second match? Yeah. Joe yeah. Coffee, Iron Man. Against Dave Mastiff. Big lad wrestling. Yeah. Did you think Mastiff was going to win? Yes. <laughs> Me too. Hands down. <laughs> I thought there was no... I'm disappointed in Mr. Cannonball. Yeah, well. of course, of course. Like, that, you can see why when you get onto night two and what they do with Coffee and his brother and yeah. such. Um, got to push him forward, give him a bit more TV time, establish the character, etc. But like we said earlier, Dave Mastiff is the best British big guy, in my opinion. Yeah. Hands down. Crazy little drop kick, the ballastar drop kick yep. he does. I know he looks like he falls on his bum afterwards and kind of bounces around <laughs> a little bit, but he's just the best. And I love the character. I love the gimmick. I love everything and, about And it. also from, a, as, as we've said before, you know, I'm certainly not as big as Mastiff, but I'm not a small guy. If people see Mastiff and go, he can do it, he can make it, it means that it gives hope to others that it's a case of, I don't need to have a six pack. Obviously, yeah. you want to be healthy as best you <laughs> Does can. Just be like me, pro wrestler, dude. <laughs> you can do anything. Don't make your dreams be dreams. <laughs> mate, I did half an hour on a bike and I've been able to walk for the last week. <laughs> like, I'm getting old and fat, mate. Basically, we just get hus, 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 big lads wrestling for a long time. And uh, it's really good. When yeah? you're doing hus, 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 I really thought, oh my God, that's the best berserker impression I've ever heard. <laughs> it was off the cuff, mate. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, bouncy crossbody from Coffee, uh, discus lariat win. Coffee goes over. Yep. And we now know why on night two. But I said I thought exactly. Mastiff was going to go over on this one. Yeah, me too. Um, 
he cuts the best promo ever. My mindset, Carthy. I'm here to win. <laughs> just like that's my Scottish accent. Not very good. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, and uh, then he quotes Malcolm X by yep. saying that by any means necessary. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think so, mate. Like, yeah, Joe Coffey uh, is getting over with me just because of the hilarity of all the stuff he's saying. <laughs> and, the big Scottish accent and the quoting Malcolm X. And but stuff, I right? wonder again with the uh, the hilarity element yeah. if that's anything to do with what happens on night two and who he gets associated with. Could be, yeah, yeah. Because I like Alicia Fox. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that's going to happen? The Scottish I invasion. I really thing? hope so. With Mark Dallas leading it. Fox. Can you imagine? It'd be so <laughs> good. That, that sounds a lot of fun. I like it. All uh, right. So Flash Morgan Webster against Jordan Devlin. Spanish fly is what I've written in my notes. <laughs> Just Spanish fly. Spanish fly. It's two wrestlers who are good wrestlers, but I had no interest in either of them. Yeah. My main note for this is this match is not for me. Not sure what story they're trying to tell. The crowd are very mean and bullied Devlin for his giant fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And I, but I said there's, there's not much else, unfortunately, I can say about it. Yeah. It served a purpose. It served for fodder. Yeah, very much so. It just is it's another round. Don't think their expressions were on point. They didn't look like they were focused enough on what they were doing. To the, ex- to the extent of like, they didn't look like they were trying to kill each other. No, did you, you know? get the impression? I, I, it looked to me like they just didn't want to be there. Yep, that's my that was my Which, feeling for this scale, this venue. Maybe it's nerves more than anything. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. It's very hard to say, but it it didn't come across like a simulated fight. It came across as two guys pretending to put on a fight. You know what I mean I by that? I can't remember as well if Devlin was on the 205 Live um He's definitely show. done stuff with WWE. I can't say why. Because he was in the tournament, wasn't he? I so. wonder again if it's the case that because they weren't doing that and then you had the really pumped crowd because it's Raw or SmackDown over in the UK. Yeah. And they were chanting them there because, as we said before, Flash Morgan Webster being in part of a, a six-man tag and just how he teamed up with Cedric Alexander and one other who I can't remember who it was. Hopefully not Kalisto. Mum, mum, I'm a wrestler. Look at my pants. <laughs> um, oh which, my God. What? Okay. Yeah, carry on. <laughs> we ever do anything on, on, on Lucha Libre, Kalisto is going to get an absolute battering. He's so talented. He is, like, but he, he yeah. should just wear tights, not trunks. He just yeah, looks yeah. like a little boy wearing pants going, Mum, I'm a wrestler. Yeah, 100% man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally dude. <laughs> I didn't want to come across being an absolute... Nasty piece of work no, on this podcast, but it's just how I feel. You have to be brutally yeah. honest, man. That's why it becomes entertaining, you know. Like we're not trying to shit on people, you know. Everyone's trying to do their best. Like it's it's very obvious, and, that and it's all down trying. to interpretation. Some people probably would have been really really all into Devlin versus Webster. I'm sure, yeah. But like, for, it Jordan, wasn't for me. Jordan Devlin, specifically in the Super Strong Style 16, was fucking great. Yeah, exactly. Really, really good. I've seen him do really good stuff. This night. Didn't look like a shit. It was really no. vanilla, really middle of the road, some interesting spots and stuff, but nothing to write home about. Um, but I suspect this oh. was the palate cleanser for going into Banks Smith for the final quarterfinal. Final quarterfinal? Brilliant. Love that. Makes sense. Yeah, love it. Um, they're rested didn't and ready over it like I would have. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. good, <laughs> okay. go on. But yeah. Um, so I wonder if that's the match placing because they went with Gibson Gallagher to start with, which yeah. was on fire. Then they had the big lads afterwards. And then at that stage, again, Webster versus Devlin. If you looked at the brackets, you're like, well, some's going, one of these guys is going against Gibson. Mm-hmm. So one of these guys isn't going any further than the next round. So so in that case, why wouldn't you work the crowd a bit more? Why wouldn't you do some silly shit, well, add some comedy, do like exactly. have, have, have a chilled kind of match, you know? Like or as you said, have super like strong that. style Devlin. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, yeah. And then it gives Webster something. (laughs) (laughs) But then it would have given Webster something to play against. Yeah, definitely. So we get shitty Destino at the end. Flash Morgan Webster wins via the Eaton rifle. Uh, And then uh, Travis Banks, Ashton Smith. Ashton Smith really impressed me. Me too. I thought he was definitely better than Banks. Mm -hmm. But Banks obviously has the following. And again, if you looked at the... Well, he's you. You saw the reaction when he won the title at Progress. Yeah, yeah. But then I reacted. And you saw how I reacted. Yeah, I think we both turned around and left. Yeah, we went. <laughs> All yeah. right, let's yeah. beat the traffic. Fair Off enough. We go. Uh, uh, he's great. He's very, very good in the ring, as we said previously. Uh, he needs I... TK Cooper. Oh, South Pacific Power Trip is more over than Travis Banks. Yeah, but does TK Cooper need Travis Banks? I think they both need each other. I think Tika Cooper really is a good character. Like he's an interesting, lovable sort of dude <laughs> and kind of good at being a sleazy bastard as well. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I like both guys. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think Travis Banks should be top level guy. No. And I think, again, you could sort of tell. You thought, okay, they're going with Gibson. Who's going to be the top face to go against them out of the people who've won so far? It's not going to be Webster. It was Webster or Travis Banks, and yeah. Travis Banks is probably the the more consistent guy. I'd say so. Overall, like we're not yeah. just not just resting, but in character and everything else. Yeah, he's he's a more established performer. Yeah, I'd say. I hate that little poncho he wears. Uh, Ashton Smith wants to talk to his thirteen year old self or something. I did not get his opening promo at all. Like, do you remember this? I I think he was just trying to say, "Oh, can't believe I'm here now." If I'd yeah. said this to me, but like. Could you think of anything more generic to say? Uh, cut a promo. You've got this time, you know. Don't just answer questions like you're in a shitty interview. Like I know that's probably what they do, but like if if someone had gone to me and so so why are you here? But like I'm here to kill everyone. I am the best. I am this. You know, get yourself over, boy. Because his his only promo esque comment was everyone's going after Pete Dunn, and I'm not any different to that. Yeah. Right. It's, well, it's. <sighs> I wish they'd use this time better. I wonder how much time they had to prepare though. Uh, I, I suspect none. Yeah. It seems like they sat them down and interviewed them. Like, legitimately, this will be an interview for you. Because they're all going, oh, yeah, no, I've been on the scene for so many years. I've done this. I gave it 110%. And all this sort of bollocks. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, not literally, but... Yeah. It seemed the whole thing as well seemed very rushed from announcing it yeah. to booking it. Mm-hmm. And, again, I don't know if that's in answer to World of Sport doing tapings. Or it was planned and it was just... It came across as a bit of a cluster. But, again... Know your local events, because this is what we said um, briefly last week. Mm -hmm. If you're going to book yourself into a tournament in London, in England, don't book it on the same day England are playing in a World (laughs) Cup game, which has been known for probably about a year, the fixtures that there are going to be. Yeah, I feel like they got the Royal Albert Hall on a discount. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. I know they said they really wanted the Albert Hall. They wanted to come back to the Albert Hall. And it has had, you know, UK Rampage. Fantastic. Uh, show I never got to go Bulldog won about a royal I think to send everyone home happy oh what the show in the 90s you yeah mean? yeah there's photos of it in the Royal Albert Hall as you oh, really? walk around so I've been to the Royal Albert Hall to see the Who and there's photos of that rumble match all the way around the outside of it like there's famous photos of people that have played there and the, the wrestling ones are still up there and it is a draw but I think as we said about the rushing element of it or I said about the rushing element of mm-hmm. it you booked it on a night and I think that's part of the reason why it wasn't shown live because 13.8 million watched England. I doubt many people would watch the network. I know you could watch yeah, it on true. tablets. But if you're thinking those who have the network, they're not going to be 13-year-old kids who pay it with their pocket money and sit on their own iPad in their room. It's going to be 
grown men and women who have a bit of disposable income. Yep, 100%. The first time the crowd seriously starts to piss me off is in this match. Okay. It's when, uh, who is it? It's Ashton Smith goes for a leg drop off the top and Travis standing up. And so Nigel, I think it's Nigel, calls this a diving leg lariat or something. And the crowd start chanting botchamania. Yeah, ruins it. I want to kill every single one of them. It blows my mind. I know people think it's funny. Oh, you messed up. You messed up. Ah, Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not an exact science. Like, I love Botchamania. Absolutely love it. I watch every single episode. Like, I'm a big fan. The dude slammed his leg across someone's face and Trav did a really good job of trying to sell it and they kind of carried yeah. on. Four matches in and they haven't been able to follow the first match. Yeah. I wonder if it's partly boredom. I think it is that. I think it's people hyped up to be at the show. Like you say, it was electric apparently there on the night or whatever. Yeah. I think it's it's people getting out of themselves and maybe I'm just massively critical of wrestling fans. No, but as you said, it's you're paying to watch the wrestling. You're paying to watch the stories unfold in front of you. Yeah. Again, the, the whole argument of you pay your ticket price, you should be able to say what you do. And that's fine. But then show some respect for the guys who are essentially putting their bodies, their lives on the line in front of you. Mm-hmm. And if something goes wrong, I mean, again, the progress show we went to at Brixton, where Pasta took out Sebastian with that clothesline straight away, and he was gone. Yeah. I've never been part of such a respectful wrestling crowd. Yeah. yeah. No one held abuse. No one did anything. That was a case of, he's knocked out. I hope he's all right. No one's going to kick off. Vivid- going to get a drink. Vividly remember it. I remember turning to you and going, is he legitimately hurt? Because it had been too long. Mm. And then being like, nah, he's working it. He's going to get up. It's Seb. You know, it's going to yeah. be fine. And then you start to realize something's legitimately wrong here. And uh, everyone the whole time, even when I'm sure lots of people were questioning it, like I was questioning it, or we were questioning it, I should say, um, then even then we're still respectful. Yeah. And that's. And, but uh, if, if he was working, right? How good would it be uh, yeah. when he suddenly pops up? You <laughs> yeah. know, like that makes it work. If instantly you're trying Botchamania and crapping all over the what's happening in the ring, you know, it's ruin the story they're trying to tell. Yeah, uh, precisely. I, I can't stand it. So, yeah, the crowd does redeem themselves at some point during these yes. shows. But there's at least four or five occasions where I was sitting there, kind of head in hands, like, why slice of heaven, Kiwi Crusher, one, two, three combination again? Yeah, which is has some good storytelling moments in the next kind of round. So I want to keep pointing that out. Yeah. That, that combination <laughs> is what he's finishing people with. Go on, carry on. Semi-finals. Oh, so we're not going to do the other matches that filled in between. What was the I other can, match Well, this was the Tony Storm, Killer Kelly, oh, and no, no, Isla no, no, Dawn, no, no. I... which was originally the four-way on the night. Then Ginny got hurt, and then they restarted it, which is why the match was so short. Ah, did not know that. And that's also why the entrances were a bit flatter, because they'd already come out to do their four-way. Ginny got hurt. Everyone, they stopped the match straight away. Everyone went to the back, and then they came back out once Ginny was like tended to, looked after, and then they did a three-way. A fatal three-way. <laughs> a three-man fatal, you mean? Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so Ginny, for those that don't know, is probably one of the, I would say one of the very best girls on the indie scene, at least in the UK right now. Definitely. Uh, amazing heel character. Like, really good in the ring. An absolute bastard at times, but kind of lovable outside of the gimmick as well. Yeah, definitely. Like, so it's a shame to hear Ginny um, got injured. Do you know what happened? Uh, I don't know. I th- I don't know if it's a head injury, but the good thing that sh- when they Annette, they had the talent roster come out at the end of the second night, I'm pretty sure she was in the crowd. So I'd assume she is part of it going forward. <laughs> she bloody better be. Well, yeah, exactly. And you know, Tony Storm is outstanding. I mean, her, uh, Ginny and Tony Storm, I would book for a year very comfortably. Yeah, and I think one, 
I first came across Tony Storm because the chap who um, I chatted to on Twitter, who used to do, um, was on Gorilla, Posi- uh, Gorilla Position podcast called Rob Lee. Cool. He started talking about Tony Storm, who he'd been seeing in stardom. And I was like, oh, I've, I've not heard much of this Tony Storm. And he basically just said to me, no word of a lie, she is the female Bret Hart. <laughs> Very good description. And I think yeah. I started watching her. I was like, she is outstanding and the right choice of the three killer kelly just looks a tough girl i had not seen uh, the other two girls before killer kelly or isla dawn i was so impressed by both yeah definitely i think really really talented and i think again with especially with isla dawn for her entrance had we seen the one for the four-way it would have been a better reaction because i think i said it was a bit of flat because they'd already seen it right but all yeah. three women did a phenomenal job but again it was a short match for those watching on the network because Again, I assume for the event they had reduced time. Yeah, exactly. And it's a real shame for Ginny as well. As as you said, top. She'll get her time. Yeah. She has to. She's so good. She's only been resting a few years, as far as I'm aware. And and if they book her and Tony Storm for a, a prolonged period of time, there is going to be some absolute gold. Killer Kelly from Portugal. Ronaldo. <laughs> it's, it's great. Um, she's got a really, really good badass face. Yeah. Mean face. She's like bristling and the whole time. Especially if this was the second match they'd wrestled that night. Yeah. Uh, but to keep that maintained is it's impressive. I don't know what she was doing again for her entrance, again with a hoodie, and then just reaching in for that gum shield. I was like, oh, oh dear. <laughs> she is going to be a butt kicker. She yeah, really is. Definitely, man. Definitely. Um, Isla Dawn has a really cool coat. I like that. Yeah. And again, a gimmick which she's comfortable with and could get over. Yeah. I know that sort of during the comments, she's like, oh, she's she, the, the witch. And it's like, well, I don't know how that'll work, but I, as long as it doesn't go like Mordecai style. Oh God, I hope it does. Or Kevin, <laughs> uh, or Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Thorne. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't go down the, the, the whole vampire thing, really. As long as we stick um, with the witches. Uh, the one little note I did make here is that she's got a really cool coat, but she's a witch, so it must be burnt at the stake. <laughs> so, you know, it's not all good in that case. Um, the match kind of kicks off, and Killer Kelly and Isla team up on Tony Storm. Storm fights back, and then we get that classic immediate betrayal between the two. Yeah. Heels, and I love it so much. And it's classic three-way booking. So basically, after Tony Storm gets the win... The face-off with Shayna Baszler at the end. Yeah. What do you, you think about Shayna Baszler? I wasn't a fan to start with, but definitely warm to her now. I wonder if they do it next, so in 2019 Survivor Series, they do four horsewomen of MMA versus four horsewomen of WWE. They teased it for the last WrestleMania, never did it. Oh, that's why I wonder if they do it at Survivor Series. It feels like it's coming, doesn't it? Yeah. Eventually, whether they will or whether they'll all be around still at that point. And that's where the turn would be. Yeah, yeah, feels like it. Yeah, I don't think they'll turn Rousey anytime soon, especially with the oh, transition no. of Fox. Oh, no, Baszler would turn on Rousey. So Rousey oh. would stay face, Baszler would be heel. And then feud him. Yeah. Could be good, yeah. And that would then really lead good. into Mania. Um, so after that, that's when Triple H came out for On the big... your knees, punk! <laughs> <laughs> Best theme ever. Everyone singing Bow Down to the King. It's so good. I love um, it. And then obviously that led to the uh, aforementioned uh, Johnny Saint well, NXT UK <laughs> announcement. It's going to be good. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Um, the, and then the that... pop for it, though, is huge. Yeah. They announced it. It's because it's we finally got the show you promised us last year yeah. and we're going to go to Cambridge to start with. It's, it's a weird one, isn't it? I've written down, it's Cambridge, Birmingham, Plymouth and Liverpool. Yeah, but the Birmingham's one's a gaming festival show, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. So I think that would be quite useful because I think gamers and WWE fans, you, there's a lot of crossover sometimes yep. between the two. And it's sensible because I think they're going to go for the venues where 
if they have 900 people there, yeah. it's going to sound huge. They're not being silly. They're not going for sort of five, 6,000 seat arenas or venues to mm-hmm. get people in. They're going places where they can do, probably have the production facilities to be able to do what they need. And different places where people aren't likely to have been able to go and see WWE before. Because they said, one of the, the nearest show to us, uh, probably Cambridge. I wonder whether Plymouth was a bit closer, but it's, it's kind of, you'd have to go up and then come back yeah. down. Plymouth is a problem. Um, but then it gives people... So, for example, if you've got someone who lives in Exeter, massive WWE fan, are they going to get the train up to London every time SmackDown or Raw's going to be there and they give us a throwaway Raw or SmackDown now because mm-hmm. they don't really care or, or book it. It's just a week off for creative. Mm-hmm. Or are they going to be like, these guys can now have a chance to come and see WWE with their own UK fans? And I think it's sensible that they're, they're doing it, taking it around the country. I'll be interested to see how long the TV shoots are. I'd say one hour a piece, mm-hmm. and it'll be very similar to NXT. So, you're like in a in a run, you might have a, like one like see a Pete done once or twice yep. over the four week period. Three four hour shoots, four episodes filmed yeah. in one one event. You know, takeover event. Do you think they do pay per views eventually, or do you think they will just have weekly content? Um, I think they will eventually go on to pay per view style events. But I think it's going to take years to get there. Yeah, uh, I don't think say they booked Wembley Arena for an exclusively NXT UK show like once a year maybe and potentially yeah. as long as they booked it hard you know really got good guys over Geordie Nev for example would be well, a nice return that's always the thing isn't it he has to be when we well now we're at the uh, the semi-final stage the glaring emissions from this tournament Neville would have been brilliant can you imagine if he'd come out and beat the crap out of Gibson as the superhero kind of character, yeah. he'd be so over. So we've got Neville, Nick Aldis. Yeah, another guy I'd like to see there, but, but NWA champion right now. Yeah, and I suppose as well, going into All In with Cody Rhodes, doesn't want to move away from that, probably decent money, and doing his own thing. It's probably going to be quite a special show, that one. Yeah, so, so understand. I understand that. Yeah, as you yeah. said earlier, Rampage Brown. Yeah, it's definitely a guy. Nagero like not being in the tournament was a shame. Yeah. 100%. I think you could have sacrificed. Devlin or maybe Ashton Smith. Mm-hmm. As as much as I liked Ashton Smith, I thought maybe Leguero would have been a more known commodity. What if you get Ashton Smith over as more of a bad guy and put him against a purely good guy, Leguero? Yeah, perfect. Think about how good that match is straight away. Easy story to tell. You don't have to do much in the ring at all, but they know we know they can and they will eventually. But hopefully Leguero will do something, as, as you mentioned earlier, if they take, take him up with Mastiff yep. and again, go against the Coffee Brothers. Hmm. That'd be gold it's gonna straight happen. away. Um, but then, yeah, I think anyone who wasn't there who is a big UK name, I would say is either contracted, as we said last on the prequel episode, Midas Girl, won't go anywhere near it. Mm-hmm. He'd be straight to main roster anyway. Yep. Wade Barrett, doing I films. So. Yep. Um, Nick Aldis, all in. There's guys like Haskins, Havoc, immediately I can think of, that were probably primed ready for these shows. But I wonder more for Havoc is, again, the style that he's synonymous with. Is it the sort of thing? I know when he did some stuff in TNA, and I know he did some dark matches like playing good old you know, Billy Blue Eyes. <laughs> um, it, it could work. But do it Foley style, like he's immune to pain. He loves the violence. You know, He doesn't have to do glass and barbed wire. And yeah, stuff. but even then, would that translate into a PG era? 
Ah, I think we, I think we need it. I I'd, I'd like an abyss, a Jimmy Havoc, or someone there. Yeah, someone scared of kids. You know, that's what we need. <laughs> someone that terrifies children. I think Jimmy Havoc could be that man. <laughs> Have him come out with an axe. You know, there's a quote: "Someone to terrify children." <laughs> but like, is that not what you enjoyed as a pro wrestler, uh, as a kid? Sorry, there must have been like guys you were terrified of as a very young man. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I was. I remember watching the LOD Cut promos and being like, "Oh, I don't know about these guys." <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to meet them down a dark alley. Don't <laughs> see them get my ice cream. Definitely not. Definitely not. So they announced uh, men's, women's, and tag divisions. Yeah. Anything else? No, I think they're the only belts you need. I don't think there's anything else. For an hour TV show, having three belts could still be a bit overkill, which is why yeah. I think they may go for major events so they can benefit from having all of those. Flash Morgan Webster against Zach Gibson. Very short match. Yeah. I, I, I think... So I started trying to write timings down, and this is the first one I actually managed to set it for. I think it's about four minutes, 20 seconds. Ooh, this match. 420, hey! <laughs> <laughs> Someone call RVD. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and that's what we said about the last round. Dev- <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> carry on. <laughs> Devlin versus Webster. Yeah. You knew who was ever going to be fod- would be fodder for, Webster, uh, for Gibson yeah. as they go through. So I wasn't surprised at the result. I'm surprised it was as quick as it was, but I'm not surprised with the outcome. Uh, uh, Gibson is great fun to hate. Yes. is a lot of fun to hate. Um, there's some really good stuff in here. There's a backflip 180 out the corner, which is basically like a skateboard move by Webster. That really impressed me. And he goes to the multiple dives to the outside. Uh, this time Gibson catches him twisting Helter Skelter on the outside or whatever it's called. Is it Helter Skelter or is it Ticket to Ride? The big suplex that he twists and slams you oh down. Oh, God. Hopefully, Helter Skelter is a Charlie Manson reference, not a Beatles reference, because I'm sick of the Liverpool stuff at this point. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I love a Charlie Manson reference. Why not? Um, Shankly Gates, tap, tap, tap. Sudden finish. I absolutely loved it. Yep. I think it really got Gibson over, like, gets the move over. I think you know what's happening in the final at this point. Yep, exactly. And then we move swiftly on. <laughs> swiftly. <laughs> Let's not go over this again. Well, so Gibson goes to the final. Yeah, you know, straight away, and then we go on to coffee and banks. The best thing about this match was the finish and the aftermath. Mm-hmm. I think because again, you're building into that story into the final. So we know Gibson is over as hell. He's in the opening package. He's tapped out everyone on the way. Very quick tap out in the last match to Gibson. Do you not think having Travis Banks get absolutely wrecked by the guy he's just beat is setting up the final to be a bit obvious? Well, we said earlier, I think that it was obvious what it was going to be anyway. Yeah, start but, to but why make it more obvious? Well, because then you've got the the battle against the odds, the good guy, the underdog rising. He's only got one shoulder. Yeah. And as you said, the whole progressive storyline for out, can he hit his runner moves to finish off his opponent? Oh, no, he's got an injured shoulder. Final match was British Strong Style against the Undisputed Era. Sorry, last match before the final, last non-NXT match. The Undisputed Era in general are just absolutely outstanding. What um, I want him to do for the, as we get to after night two, when he doesn't have a belt, is go to pick it off to play air guitar and then go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice it. Because <laughs> oh, every, every, time, every time they do it, obviously he picks it off when the, the, the noodly bit comes on in their music. Yeah, yeah. I think going forward now as he's not a champion, he should <laughs> like, walk down and go to him and like, 
Oh dear. Oh. I need that belt back to play air guitar. <laughs> and I'm like, Adam Cole can soul him, lend him his belt. Hold my belt. Oh, outstanding, <laughs> man. I love that. They're, they're the best sleazy heels they've got right now. Yeah, definitely. They're so funny, like seeing them all come out together. And they're all just like over braggadocious. They're kind of greasy looking. It's such a shame Bobby Fish got injured, though. I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan. Really? I, I definitely prefer him over Roddy Strong. Oh, I don't at all. I think Roddy's a bastard. I think he's so stiff and brutal with the knee drops and stuff. Like but Bobby Fish has an amazing tash. The undisputed era is Roderick Strong, Kyle O'Reilly, and Adam Cole, baby! The, so over. At the end of night two, yeah. when he's going round, getting the crowd up. Winding up the more crowd. Time. It's yeah. the best gimmick. Huge. It's so simple. It's something people have done for years. Been like, I'm rich, baby. People have done that so long. And again, with his camera work, when he's standing the emperor before he goes to the ring, which is where it goes, boom. Yeah. And just points and goes, boom. As he does it, it's like, oh, Adam Cole, well he's done. He's so good, man. Well I'm so happy done. they picked him up. I, I remember watching him and Kyle O'Reilly tagging Sittingbourne when they first kind of came through the scene. So like ROH and I think like yeah. some CZW and stuff like that. And meeting them. And they obviously just got off a flight because they were both jet lagged as hell. And they were just like, oh, hi, how are you? Yeah, really nice to meet you. Uh, but then they went on to have one of the best matches of the night on the whole card. And uh, they haven't stopped since, really. Do you That's find it so interesting good. that the level of enjoyment and excitement about wrestling has been through two people who aren't on this UK tournament? Well... Uh, that's kind of a theme. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Uh, especially night two of this tournament, which we're going to get onto briefly. There's, it had the better matches and such. Definitely. And I, I think it's all for me. Like I've kind of been trying to say for a lot of these other ones, it's it's the development of the gimmicks and getting those gimmicks over and committing to them like yes, fully. Just definitely. Like, this is me. I'm going for a hundred percent. Like and talk about those interviews at the beginning when they're being they're being interviewed, not cutting promos. Can you imagine Adam Cole doing that? Yeah. Can you imagine Velveteen Dream just sitting there and I'll genuinely be like, oh yeah, I'm so happy to be here. I wish I could talk to my 13-year-old self and tell him he'd be here. You know, like, nah. Back on the Velveteen not. Dream very quickly. Wait, hang on, hang on. Okay, we'll get there night well, two. Like, uh, oh, no, he's the best. We know we'd get him over. Um, so Nigel McGuinness uh, describes Trent Seven as a, child, a mix between Charles Manson and the Artful Dodger, nicking my reference from earlier in the night, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm just like, the best ever. Uh, see, Nigel gets it. He gets the, the cool references and stuff, you know. Uh, Pete Dunne is super, 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 super popular with everyone. He certainly is. From, and again, what a 12 months. Yeah. Already good when he got there phenomenal now is is just the best do you think he'd be able to hang on the main roster because of his size um yes i think i've seen him wrestle bigger guys and he's put absolutely great matches on um i think his promo billy his attitude his personality talking about committing to a gimmick he's yeah. fully committed he should have been disqualified immediately by the way in this match <laughs> yeah. joint manipulation is illegal it's against yeah. the rules of wrestling but anyway i won't harp on that too much um yeah, the whole entrance is cool. Everything match. I've got so many notes for this. Uh, Tyler Bates does a giant. Tyler Bates does a giant swing with two men on him to a huge pop, and they have the everyone down spot, and then mayhem ensues. We've got moonsault to the outside from Brett's rope, the second rope. <laughs> <laughs> Brett's rope. <laughs> yeah. That's from OSW podcast. And then we get the rebound lariat's uh, dragon suplex combo from Bates and Dunn onto Kyle Riley for the one, two, three. Yeah. Which again is uh, very useful on the second night of this tournament as Very well. much so. What do you think about this finish? Do you like it or not? Yeah, I like it. Okay. I think it works. I like the rebound thing. It's kind of like the reference to the old world sport. Nigel McGuinness yeah. used to do it, stuff like that. But in a different way, obviously, the shoulder rebound thing Tyler Bate does. Um, 
dragon suplexes. I never want to take one of those ever in my life. I never want want to. Arms strapped behind your head, thrown on your head. Nah, I'm all right. I, I, I was always iffy about taking a blockbuster from me. <laughs> I, don't, I, I definitely wouldn't want to take one of those. If you're trained to be a wrestler, neck bridge, neck bridge, neck bridge. Yeah, yeah. Because if you don't and that you land that incorrectly, you are stuffed. Cough, Will Ospreay. Cough. <laughs> so, uh, Brits win. Very, very, very fun match. Really, really good. Great. Absolutely love it. Um, no complaints. Best match of the night? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yep. No non-tournament, nothing to do with it. Still the best match of the night, you know. All, all guys are over. All the gimmicks are great. Absolutely love it. Um, HBK comes out. Uh, Crowding his theme music is absolutely brilliant. He gets over the Royal Albert Hall and NXT UK. Uh, let's get ready for the finals. Bit yeah. nothingy from HBK. Don't really get why this needs to be there, but nice break before the final, yeah, I guess. Yeah, bit of filler. And also the older. Uh, I last wrestled here in 1991 before most of you were born. Not me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not me. <laughs> I just I don't remember that event specifically, but I remember was... it. I remember being disappointed when my parents wouldn't spring for their tickets. Aww. Then realizing in, in modern money it would have been very expensive. I imagine as much. Did you try and get tickets for SummerSlam ninety two? No. Again, I think it was my parents were worried more of the cost. Yeah. Of I anything. mean I only got into wrestling just after that, so But I'm pretty certain, and I will say this and I've already informed my wife of this. If they come over here and do a SummerSlam or WrestleMania, my credit card is going to be doing as much as it can to get the front row seats. I'm there, 100%. Yep. I will sell my child <laughs> if I have to. I will pay people money to take my child away. Then I will borrow excessively to get front row for one of these shows. Because, yeah. again, if the UK fans do well with these UK NXT shows, mm -hmm. I think that will show there's a hunger for it and I think that will help for a pay-per-view style event to come over I don't think we'd ever get Wrestlemania there's too much money no, but I think it. something like it, a it's, SummerSlam it's that Americana of Wrestlemania yeah. which is what keeps it going last stuff, year you know? would have been the year to do SummerSlam 25 years after that would have been the year to do it mm -hmm. but again would Brock fly over <laughs> you won't go down to their pay-per-views <laughs> don't worry <laughs> So uh, I would, again, the, the pay-per-view thing is like when Johnny Sane and Triple H came out, there was, there was one or two things they were announcing. It was either our own sort of brand show or it was a major pay-per-view coming over to the UK because those are the two things that I yeah. think British fans have wanted for a very, very long time. Is either some sort of consistent UK product that we, again, we've been promised and has definitely happened or maybe a big pay-per-view, but... The thing with the time differences and such, it seems to be the problem that they can't broadcast it at 8pm in America on live and, and such. I know? think it's the money as well. If you think how much money they make from the international fans for their travel packages yeah. to get over, mm -hmm. I think they wouldn't make as much money. And also for them, it's a good... I You see the amounts of money that now people bid to host WrestleMania because the amount of money it brings their local state or their local city to do things... And it's nice they keep going back to New Orleans because it's, again, a really good boost for their economy. <laughs> quite a lot, haven't they? I mean, I've, it's one of my favourite places I've ever been to oh, in the world. Wait, take a step back. You've been to New Orleans? Yeah, but not to WrestleMania. Oh, that's going to be my next question. No, okay. no. Um, Mr. Wicked went to, I believe, the WrestleMania 30 New Orleans. Excellent. Um, cool. But no, I've, I went to New Orleans on holiday. That was when I did uh, New Orleans, Memphis, Nashville. Okay, nice. Cool, cool. On um, to the final. I'm about to say, final, we need to get hyped. The final of the UK Championship Tournament. At this stage, as horrible as it sounds, considering it was the final, 
I was very much like, oh, it's almost midnight. Can we just get this tap out done already? Yeah. <laughs> I, I know Gibson's going over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There'll probably be a face off. Okay. As it's the final, let me run through it. Okay. So uh, schedule for one fall. One fall. Thank you very I much. I hate that. Uh, do you really? Really hate it. Oh, I'm into it. It's okay. It doesn't matter. Trav's shoulders all taped up from the match previously. It was yep. kind of cool. Gets that over. Knew that was kind of coming. Uh, uh, at this point, I'm screaming at the television going, please give Gibson a microphone. Let him talk. Let him cut the promo that we all know he can just to get this hyped. Get get him over. Yeah. If, if they Immediately, the second Gibson comes out, Ah, I'm Liverpool's number one. I can't do. I did a Scottish accent. That was terrible. <laughs> you know, soon to be whatever. Yeah. You know, like it would have been so good at this point. I was desperate for them to give him a microphone. Um, mood lighting for the intros, fan. Yeah, yeah like yeah, it definitely. Add a sense of drama. I'm a big yeah. fan of this. Well, uh, it's it's basically what we said. Big fight feel. Yeah. Because if they people have been there for hours and hours and hours, they obviously had. Uh, stopped match halfway through so but at that stage you're going to be knackered you need something to get the crowd pumped that's what I pr- think they were trying to do with Shawn Michaels and again the singing of his theme music was there but you need to have all the bells and whistles for that main event yeah. when, when championship tournament finals you yeah. know it's and when deal. it's pretty obvious who's going over you need to have something to give people you know want to care about it yeah definitely so Gibson wants the arm. Three or four dickheads try to get themselves over in the crowd and I get really annoyed. Um, <laughs> cheering for Gibson and stuff. And I'm like, don't cheer Gibson. No. He's the heel. Learn how wrestling works. <laughs> I'm a little bit bitter, dude. <laughs> Appreciate him. Yeah. Appreciate it. And as you said, Applaud if he's him. a heel, don't, don't cheer him. Nah, don't boo him. Not. If that's what you want to do, boo him out of the building. Absolutely drives me crazy. Uh, Gibson goes on to absolutely wreck Travis's shoulder. He works it stiff as hard, yeah. like these big kind of subs and stuff, doing a really, really good job on it. Um, then basically we get through to the point where Travis hits the slice of heaven, but can't follow up with the Kiri Crusher. Yep. So this little well build up done. they've been using the whole time, getting up to it, he can't hit it. So he goes to the cover and obviously doesn't get the pinfall because Gibson kicks. And this is the point where you're like, he's definitely not winning now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so Trav hits a lariat and a Kiwi Crusher. And the combination doesn't get the pinfall, which is great yeah. storytelling. This is the other stuff in pro wrestling I absolutely love. I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, big, big reaction to that kick out. Slow clap. Uh, Gibson rolls to the outside. What a heel. <laughs> 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 absolutely love it. Uh, Trav counters uh, with a weird kind of slap thing. And then ticket to ride. One, two, three. Kick out. Shankly Gates. Tap, tap, tap. And your winner. And... UK Championship Tournament winner that isn't for the championship. <laughs> Is that yeah. Gibson? <laughs> Bit weird, but like they probably trademarked the name by this point. So we've gone through a lot of this for a number one contender shot. Yeah, exactly. Tomorrow night, rest up. Dunn said it really well in his promo. He's like, your reward is fighting Pete Dunn on the next yeah. night. <laughs> Overall rating? Well, not rating, but how would you describe your feelings towards night one? Underwhelmed. Yep, I was going to say flat. Yeah, crowd was dead or annoying for a lot of it. Had some good moments, but lots of annoying moments for me. This is just how it came across. Don't know about yeah. live. Uh, the rest thing was solid, technically good sort of stuff. Need more heel face, need more storytelling. Too much strong style. Yeah. Is what I put on my notes. And I think other people have said as well, a lot of striking. And I think that's what didn't help me for this match until we got to the six man. Mm-hmm. Other than the first match, then the sixth man, I can't pick out, other than a few bits in between, what I'd go, that was memorable. 
it was all very much the same. Very little. Um, I know we've kind of slated um, Morgan Webster a little bit, but at least he has some innovative moves in there. Yeah, he had the most interesting move set yeah. outside of the Gallagher-Gibson match mm-hmm. from a UK side of things. Gibson needs to change nothing. He's no. super solid. He needs to be able to talk more, but that's not his doing. No, They need to give him a mic on the way to the ring, in my opinion. At least, at least let him cut promos directly to the camera on the way yeah. to the ring. You know, but I, th- I think, had I had tickets to both nights, that's yeah. gonna be a bit of a stretch to get up to London for a second night. Watch, and I hope it'll be of a better quality. Luckily, spoilers. Yeah, it's a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> they finally give Zach Gibson a microphone, and it gets interrupted by Pete Dunne immediately. Yep. And I'm like, why? <laughs> let him talk. But again, it's it's classic booking. It, it, I, yeah. irritating the heel. And the ex- excellent face, yeah, bruiser that is. He's never going to be. I respect you. I want to do this. Pete Dunne's going to be. I'm going to rip your throat out. Yeah, totally fine. But just, I just want Gibson to get himself over because of who he is and everything else. I think he know. will, though. Yeah, he will eventually, definitely. Right, like two. Let's fly through this a little bit because we've, we've yeah. gone over <laughs> well over. <laughs> it's a lot to talk about. NXT tag title match. Yeah, classic WWE booking. Let the Brits win the belts. Yeah. Oh, I've got that NXT intro as well. Remnants, resistance. <laughs> I don't know how that goes, but it's great. The, the, the best NXT song was the Coheed and Cambria. Coheed and Cambria. Oh, yeah. Welcome they should have kept that. Yeah, 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 definitely. I'm a big fan. Um, Yeah, so... Really solid match again between these two. How Lo- cool is it? Love the celebrating afterwards, going yeah. into the crowd. That apparently went on about 10 minutes. Oh, really? In, in, in the show, they're running around the auditorium, going well earned, in the crowd. Well earned. Yeah, exactly. And I love the bit at the end of the night when they came out and they're holding the belts under their arms. Yeah. Like yeah. old, like four horsemen style. And I was like, yes. It's just those Brilliant. little touches. Yeah. And also, best move of the night when Tyler Bate faked. I thought they were going, oh my God, Trent Seven's going to do a moonsault. He's going to do one of these. <laughs> he and just did the sent on. <laughs> and so at, funny. And at that stage, I was like, I'm having that. <laughs> ah, totally, totally, yeah, yeah. I still don't like a you deserve it charm. <laughs> I really don't. Okay, what is it about the you deserve it you don't like? <laughs> you deserve Because it's just used for everyone. Okay. When they do deserve it, yeah. it's nice to hear. But Do you not think these two deserve it? No, they definitely do. <laughs> it's, just, it's just my general rant about the, the, the chant. Okay. Yeah. I don't hate it. I'm going to be honest. This one I'm, I'm okay with. The applause and showing your admiration for the match. Yeah. That's brilliant. <laughs> but it, the first person I, I saw it to in on a regular basis was Benoit. Yeah, He'd yeah. lose his matches all the time. And then everyone would be like, oh, well done, Chris. You've done a great job. Yeah, you're a good wrestler. Congratulations. It's, in my mind, people, he probably saw this as people patronizing him, which didn't help. Mm. Yeah, probably not, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Let's not go too far into that. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> moving swiftly on. Didn't think they were going to win the belts. Doesn't make sense to me. Uh, apart I, from the fact it's in the UK and we get a big pop. Yeah, you know, I sus- era should be carrying these belts for a long time. I suspect they're going to drop them. Yeah, it feels like point. it. Yeah, I think what they'll do is they'll probably drop them and then introduce the NXT UK belts uh, and they'll be the first guys to probably pick yeah. those up very quickly. I imagine some sort of small tournament or something along those lines, but not sure. Um, so we cut back to stage to Johnny Sane. Did you recognize the voice that asked him a question? No. Glenn Joseph interviewing Johnny Saint backstage. Really? Yeah, progress commentator oh, and owner, man. which made me pop big time. Uh, if it's not him, we'll watch this back. If it isn't Glenn Joseph, then I'll eat my words, but I'm absolutely convinced it is. I like the fact they then found celebrities in the crowd, although it's Steve Graham. Oh, uh, dude. Like, one of my favorite actors yeah. of all time. They're like, 
oh well we'll we'll find what we can oh look there's christian later on <laughs> who's here filming in london <laughs> oh is he is yeah he's there right. just rocked up so saint announces flash morgan webster travis bank and mark andrews for later in the night and as you say we get stephen graham come out at this point i feel the need to list stephen graham's accomplishments in case people don't know him because he's not the most famous of actors but Until he's been you in know what he's been in absolutely everything uh snatch band of brothers gangs of new york this is england pirates of the caribbean boardwalk empire taboo just to name a few Rhymes, see? Yeah, nice. Uh, i get my gimmicks over there. It's all good. Please don't have a rhyming gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> the UK lion, Eddie Ryan. <laughs> I noticed the English lion. It's just a reference from last week in case you didn't listen to the first episode. Uh, Killer Kelly versus Charlie Morgan. Charlie Morgan is outstanding. Holy shit. My first time seeing her properly. Really? I've heard the name. Um, she is top draw. Yeah. Outstanding. Didn't really get a chance to showcase as much as she can do so obviously blocking the suplex and the roll up for the win but great gimmick great character great you know great background mm-hmm. will be i said with tony storm and Ginny in that division with charlie morgan there as well adding people like isla dawn and killer kelly you have a solid women's division i, I really enjoyed the match thought it was a bit stop starty in places a bit awkward yeah, I don't know if that's nerves or potentially language barrier. The weird kind of vertical suplex reversal into the kind of cradle roll-up thing yeah. for the one, two, three. Blocking suplex into roll. Bit strange, but not a problem. Like, I think it's good. It's, yeah. it's, it's a filler match, really, at this point. It needs to be and done. also keeps both women strong. Yeah. No one's been absolutely decimated. It's been a quick roll-up. So, number one contenders match, uh, that was announced earlier in the night by Glenn Joseph interviewing Johnny Saint. <laughs> We've got Mark Andrews, Travis Bank, Flash Morgan Webster. Um, Andrews comes out. Uh, his not best song of from his band <laughs> but it's the one that he keeps coming out to the other song and you're yeah. like why <laughs> what, what is it there must be some sort of copyright or some sort yeah. of legal issue or just like trips preferred the other song to that one webster's theme starts to grow on me a little bit i like mod music i start to really enjoy it i start to nod my head a little bit and i was like oh i think we should not this. be friends <laughs> are you noticing that i'm i'm no, no making notes on everything apart from the actual wrestling <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is so because i said you've made notes and it takes an extra couple of hours because you're pausing you're writing your note you're pausing you're writing your note yeah and night it, two i didn't pause anything i just no. i float it through and i'm getting better at doing this like this is obviously our first proper podcast doing this and so like it will become more fluid for me but my memory is terrible anyway so i have five six pages of notes that I'm trying not to just constantly look at and make this interesting. <laughs> but, yeah, so it said the, the entrances were good, but then the announcement. But. 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 The, the Johnny Saint comes out, makes a four-man fatal. <laughs> <laughs> and Noam Dar, boy. A special shout-out to Noam Dar again for the end of the evening where everyone's wearing their suits and Noam Dar's still wearing his ring gear and ring jacket. He's in space. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love Noam Dar. He's, he's so good. And I said, just... If he's allowed to get his personality over, he'll be huge. The fact the stuff that he did when he was given the dregs of, oh, you're going to have a dating thing with Cedric and Alicia, Alicia, Alicia Fox. Fox. <laughs> Foxy. <laughs> it's just, he's a funny guy. He took it and ran with it, you know, he's yeah. great. So when's the first time you saw Noam Dar? Noam Dar was uh, British boot camp, TNA. I think it was the second one that they did. Mm-hmm. And all the confidence... A little bit of arrogance, but so young to be so talented. And then you look at the ages of some people in WWE who are so talented. So you've got Dar, you've got Dream, you've got Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate should just maybe have a cake. It's just looking, it makes me feel bad about myself. <laughs> Speaking of which, Noam Dar came out looking ripped. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like he, he's a small lad. He doesn't look like a pro wrestler, like in Vince McMahon's eyes or whatever I imagine. But he is is so talented, so confident, so braggadocious. You know, and like you buy and you buy into it as well. <laughs> yeah. But so so he's added to the match for the number one contendership of uh-huh. the WWE UK title. And this this match is really really fun. Yeah, very good. The whole match. Uh, I don't think we we need to go through the whole thing, do we? No, other than Dar goes over at yep. the end. Leaping uh, kick finish. It can catch on. Hit it from anywhere. Yeah. Hit it on any one of any size. I think if he's going to use this to finish, he needs to throw it a bit harder. It was very much just uh, my legs in the air and it finishes. Mm. It was a bit. It was a bit anticlimactic for me. But then the most important part, only that he's number one contender. What happened? afterwards exactly joe and mark coffee come running down for the run-in uh they beat everyone down except for noam dar who looks on and they look awesome just all dressed in black yeah finally i get why they're pushing joe coffee yeah this works these two guys together are quite scary yeah (laughs) exactly you would not mess with them and it helps build their tag division that they want to have as well outstanding I'm going to record a little bit in the pod now that if you can hear my baby in the background, I apologize profusely. <laughs> it's the habits of being poor podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> I might cut that bit out if you can't hear her. I like yeah. the fact you're apologizing for your child. Yeah, well, you, you know. don't have to do that. So after that one, we then get an, a Wolfgang interview. About we do. Fa- finally getting his hands on Adam Cole, yep. baby. Indeed. What was the history here? I knew there was, I remember the Adam Cole did a run in or turned or something. Yeah, there was, it was on the undisputed era again and it was when dunn and wolfgang were tagging okay and i think they basically i think i think dunn walked away from the tag so why is he going after adam, adam cole. cole uh storyline logic <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i might have to try and actually watch that back at some point but um yeah the history kind of weirded me out again we've got massive audio edits here yes uh constant like the sound just drops out and goes very deep at points especially in the intros as well i don't know what was going on or what I- happened I wasn't uh, a massive fan of this run for this part of the show. This is, I think, the weakest okay. part of the a very good second second day. I think Wolfgang is talented. I think from, again, from a man working in a bar to where he is now, he's done a phenomenal job. But I just felt that the match itself, I think their styles didn't blend well together. Mm. I want Wolfgang to become more of a rabid animal sort of character. Yeah. I want uh, he showed a lot of good viciousness here, good expressions and such. But there's a few things specifically hitting a swanton bomb in the same company that Jeff Hardy works for is a complete faux pas. Yeah. Like just just no, just something no. else. That's definitely. Jeff Hardy's. You can't do that. <laughs> like that really got to me. Mm. The gear he's wearing as well, the green tartan things the knee pads yeah not for me not for me at all um but again it's with a little bit of development he could be a very very good guy to have on the roster and be working and such yeah he's again a really good hand and something different but so um adam cole goes over hits the uh the last shot and a running knee yep the brain buster beforehand was awesome as well love that adam cole's just phenomenal Yep. And very much over as a heel shouldn't be. (laughs) (laughs) This is the thing, isn't it? In that Adam Cole is over because of he's Adam Cole. Yeah. And Adam Cole, baby, is just amazingly over to the point where the crowd start chanting one more time, one more time. He winds them up and does it again as the camera pans out to the whole of the Royal Albert all doing it. The most pumped they've been over the two days. Uh, Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Just for Adam Cole. 
He's, isn't he meant to be a bad guy, Stu? Aren't we meant to hate him? I'm going to move swiftly on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, my, my next note is it's one of the things I really don't like. Pete Dunne just walking backstage. Oh, did they cut to the one? Ah, oh, they did, didn't they? Yeah. yeah, I remember. Oh, look, there's Pete Dunne just having yeah. a walk. It's just like reminding you he exists almost, yeah. you know? Like, and I know yeah. they've got to show the competitors later in the night, but have him in the locker room, not just, oh, he's going for a potter. Where's he going now? Well, he's matching him for an hour or a bit. Where's yeah. he off to? Have a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> He's just pacing backstage angrily for the next hour while this next match happens. God, I hate being in the main event. I want my tea. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Velveteen Dream. Amazing. Yep. Again, with EC3, who's also amazing. Yes. Versus Ricochet, who's fucking amazing. And NXT champion, Ali Black. Like... I oh my god fact, where love, did this come from i love the fact you call him ali black <laughs> alistair black and uh, the nxt champion this this is everything i love about pro wrestling every gimmick is amazing every moveset is amazing they're working the crowd brilliantly the match is set out interestingly like there's so much i love about it the bit when velveteen goes to the top rope like he's gonna do the dive to the outside it's like nah <laughs> that's how you work a crowd it's, man it, it was very good i so said there were there are a few mo- parts in it when there were uh, Velveteen and EC3 were trying to do some double team moves where it looked a little bit clunky, a little bit rushed. Obviously, yeah, yeah. not as much experience working together. And the only thing I will say is you can tell out of the four who was the least experienced. That doesn't mean he's not phenomenal. Yeah. But there were some moments where Dream was just like a, a freight train, just 100 miles an hour <laughs> all the time, which again is great for his character. But there's things where you think if you just slowed down that tiny little bit, yeah. you'd be all over it okay but interesting I said, yeah I, I found parts of it clunky and in fairness i was watching this in on my lunch break in the gardens with my headphones in being attacked by a seagull <laughs> <laughs> um but as you said i think from a pure entertainment match with nothing on the line yeah and then the ending interested me because throughout the whole thing with the 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 uh injury for dream it yeah. was playing up to it quite a bit before I get to that, there was one moment where they did a double team move and EC3 went to cover and then realised he wasn't the legal man. So then back called to Dream something in. called Dream Over. Yeah. And I thought, ah. Oh. If you had just done it, you know, yeah. the, the commentary covered up for it really, yeah, really well. They were like, oh, that's a great move to get the legal man in the match. The ref was ready to count that pinfall no yeah, matter who was covering. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, you could see it happening. Um, yeah. the uh, When the Dream injury happened, I questioned whether it was real. Uh, and I see because he undid the laces on the boot and stuff yep. sold that really well like really got me and like, seemed completely. disinterested to get be tagged back in exactly looks a bit miffed when he had to be tagged back in very clever like yeah. there's little elements he has that I wish I see that potential for the future you know like you see the green moments as well but he's he's, he's obviously taken note of something in the past and put yeah. that into actual effect in his matches he does get better every time it, you it's, see it's one thing to notice what you like or don't like about progressing it's a very different thing to then use that in yes. that next match or whatever definitely okay, so to remember those elements and why that's going to work in this context like uh this match was really really good for that I and found. whilst being blown up as well yeah. to remember it whilst being absolutely knackered yeah doing the biggest spots in the match because as vince as well. would say it isn't ballot <laughs> <laughs> so at the end ec ec3 stalls for what feels like forever yeah it absolutely works to a because he turned around to throw the punch and it gets a bit hokey but like black mass for the win one two three ricochet and Alistair black i like ec3 a lot but his best work i've seen him do recently was his last night in tna okay because they did this 
I don't know if you remember but in early TNA where they did Feast or Fired where they have like this they All pick the briefcase up things yeah. yeah and he got the fired briefcase and everyone knew that he was going it was all filmed beforehand, but instead of just not acknowledging it, they all played up to it. So during all these little interviews, people walk past and go, he's getting fired. Oh. He's getting fired. <laughs> and like Brodus Clay or Tyrus or whatever they call him there, he just yeah. walked past and went, he's gone. Oh. <laughs> okay. And they all went out there and obviously that was, it was like, I can't believe I've been fired. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. But he, he needs something to do in NXT. Because if he doesn't have a decent storyline, I worry he'll get lost in the mix. Because with yeah. Ricochet coming in, Dream being so good, if they do mix and match with the NXT guys, EC3 could very much, like Austin Aries, get lost in the mix. He is a Vince McMahon wet dream. Yeah. He's a Roydy Magoo. Is, oh, he's a big lad, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start again. He's a very, very enhanced chap i'm pretty sure you should go with your first take with him <laughs> roidy magoo <laughs> roidy magoo he's roidy beyond belief he's he's yeah how he passes drug tests i will never know uh, but i think you're just giving the discredit to be he could just be very jacked maybe yeah I mean, <laughs> but as you said from a look from, as we were saying earlier about the uk talents that guy looks like a wrestler yeah all four of these dudes look like yeah. pro wrestlers yeah, you know they exactly. really do especially ec3 because he's so big yeah you know like he's it's scott steiner big he's getting there I really yeah, hope. Really is. I, I was saying um, someone yesterday. I wish someone would start doing Steiner-esque promos. I just need it in my life. Definitely. <laughs> Can we just get Scott Steiner, please? Well, he's, he's signed to <laughs> TNA. <laughs> And I wonder if they've just done it just so he can do promos. What a waste. <laughs> <laughs> right, Tony Storm versus Shayna Baszler. Uh, start out slow. Baszler tortures Storm throughout this match, and I couldn't love it more. Great storytelling. Something a bit different, you know? Absolutely potatoing her. Yep, totally. Um, huge knee strike from Baszler. A few false finishes. The Kiribiri crutch. What did he call this finish? The the rear naked choke. I didn't catch it. It's something something clutch. I haven't quite worked it out. I'm all I wrote. It's... All I wrote in my notes is Baszler applies the choke hold. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> what it is. You know, it's a rear naked choke or a sleeper or whatever. But the way she locked it in, and again, the way Tony Storm sold it from "I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it." Flop. Yeah. Done. Gone. It was. I thought it was. I thought she was going to go out on the first one. Yeah. So to do the whole chucker to the outside, do the clutch on the floor, get back in the ring. Drake Younger counts to ten. You're like, oh, yeah. you bastard! Yeah. You know, <laughs> really, really good. I loved it. Yeah, it was a good match. Um, right decision. I think Baszler needs yeah, to keep being put over. Well, Tony Storm's a good underdog at this point. And though, Tony Storm needs to be in NXT UK. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Where where NXT? Well. Is she good enough for, um, you know, NXT main roster? Yes, she's good enough for main roster. Mm. But I think get over the UK, run through NXT, go up to, to main roster. Has she got the gimmick for the main roster? Yeah, definitely. Storm. You think? Well, I said she's got the in-ring skill. For lack of a better term, she's easy on the eye as well, which helps with them. I don't think she's got the promo skill. But I think that will come in NXT. Yeah, could be. I think where where she's I would assume where she's trained they wouldn't have the facilities which they have available in NXT and if she did ever move over to the PC the fact they have all the promo training I think they'd be able to get a lot out of her because she said she's very confident yeah I know you have a soft spot for Tony Storm as well so this is difficult well, to say I, I think but... she's, I think she's uh, top to bottom a, a complete wrestler I said oh, the promo, she's outstanding the promo yeah. is the weakest part of her game mm -hmm. but even in the Mae Young Classic her promos were outstanding yeah mm, yeah 
Would I rather watch a good wrestling match or would I rather wait but, for an elbow drop? But look at Kyrie's gimmick. The whole sailor thing. It's really unique. It's Disney princess-esque, you know? I mean, I like pirates. Yeah. <laughs> she's not really a pirate though is she like if she was a oh, pirate, i'm not interested be, now i'm not interested be angry grumpy scurvy. best reference ever <laughs> all right so main event of our uk championship tournament winner uh zach gibson against the current uh uk champion pete dunn nxt uk champion are we calling him that now I will continue to call it UK champion because there's too many letters. <laughs> yeah, way too many. Like th- that was a bit of a mouthful. I'm surprised I got through the that. The WWE, actually. NXT, UK, <laughs> FWA. <laughs> so let's uh, do it the justice of quickly going through it. I'll be very quick. Uh, so we get stare off. Gibson works over done. Uh, good back and forth. There's points where the crowd are so intent on shitting all over Zach Gibson that they kind of lose their place in the match. Like they're not focusing on what's happening in the yeah. ring in any way, shape or form. You could tell at times mm. it wasn't helping the match. But as, as as you go through, one of the most memorable parts of this match was the dueling headbutts. <laughs> yeah. My words. Uh, it was good. It was well done. It's, um, uh, it, was, it was to the point where it felt like it was stiff I think without being incredibly stiff mm. like they weren't literally sitting there hearing the, the clunk of like you know Japanese guys like you think oh. about Shibata's headbutt have you seen that? No but I've heard about oh. just it like skull horrible. fracture yeah it the whack noise he, he headbutted um, I think it was Okada in the middle of the ring and you can hear a like oh. throughout the whole arena and you can see from that moment onwards he's not right and it, it ended his career he shattered his skull right down the front. He's basically indented the whole front of his skull. Oh. And you're like, just don't do that. It's a fake sport. <laughs> you know, please, oh. please Headbutts don't do anyway, that. No. <laughs> like, headbutt your thumb. Come on, you know what yeah. it's about, please. <laughs> okay, so uh, Gibson goes for the Helter Skelter, reverses into the X-Pax by Dan on the ramp, which is a nice callback yeah. to the night before. Uh, Gibson sells it like crazy. He's screaming in the camera, go for it. I loved that. At this point, uh, I, I, keep th- I kept thinking... I wish Gibson would get over the fact that he's exhausted from doing three matches the night before. Yeah. It didn't really do it very much. I don't think any of them did, though. I mean, uh, obviously, Banks really. sold his no. injury, but no one was knackered after being in the third match. Yeah, I think get over the tournament a bit more as well yeah. and like the strain that you went through so that he doesn't look as weak. I mean, he didn't, not that he looked weak against Dunn, but you know what I mean? I think it would have been a nice excuse yeah. for him as a heel to come back and be like, I wrestled for three matches the night before. I wrestled this. I was had to wait all night to get to this final, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, whatever, it's all good. Uh, and then, yeah, I've just got written here, fight! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is the, the stiff punches and the headbutts yeah. and stuff, which are absolutely great. Ticket to ride, double lariats, both guys down. We get the cool crowd standing for appreciation spot. Yeah. That is, which, I, th- which I'm fine with. Headbutts, Germans, bitter end. One, two, three, Gibson kicks out. Ticket to ride, kick out by Dunn. They love a false finish, dude. Yeah. They love a false finish. <laughs> and didn't see any of that coming. <laughs> no, exactly. Shankly Gates, holy shit, Avalanche Helter Skelter from the ropes is absolutely mad. Shankly Gates, I'm convinced it's it. Dunn teases tapping at least three times and doesn't do it and gets to the ropes. Gibson cuts the promo to the camera. Did you notice yep. this? I Debbie Higgins. I can't do the accent at all. <laughs> uh, that was absolutely amazing. I love it. Who needs a mic when you've got a camera in your face, you know? <laughs> but finally, he gets that promo in, and I'm so happy he did. Um, how do you do that finger snap tax? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love a prequel <laughs> reference. I worked it out. 
Huh. This motion. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. I won't say it. <laughs> but like, yeah, that I watched like at least uh, I watched a uh, a montage of Marty Scar doing it. I like the fact you went and looked for it to try and work out how to do it. Because I was watching, listening to the, oh, I was listening to the podcast back. Um, obviously editing it, and then I immediately went, oh, I wonder how he does that. <laughs> and so I didn't look up how does Marty Scar do the finger snap. I just watched clips of him doing it and worked it out myself. Oh, and brilliant. Uh, I, I'm so all the best impressed. wrestlers learn learning off the internet. <laughs> That's how you learn anything nowadays. I don't need a degree. It's all fine, Steve. Oh, good grief. Uh, big right hand and the bitter end. Uh, and we all get to do the counting along. One, two, three. And still, UK champion, the bruiserweight, Pete Dunn. Right decision. It had to be. Yeah. Like, um, I would have quite liked to have seen Gibson one, but you've got to send the crowd home happy. Pete Dunn needs to hang on to that belt for at least another six months, I'd say. Get the, get the company started. Um, when are the shows? Do you know? Uh, UK and XT I ones. noted them down on my other notes. Let Swipe. me jump back to those. Yeah, so the dates for the first UK tapings, 28th and 29th of July in Cambridge, 25th and 26th in Birmingham, 13th and 14th of October in Plymouth, and 24th and 25th in Liverpool, which is where he will win the belt. Uh, the thing is that I'd almost keep Gibson off that show completely just because he'll get the exact opposite reaction to what he'll get everywhere else as your top heel. But then would it sell tickets? Oh, yeah, definitely. He'll be on the show, like, undoubtedly, and he'll get the biggest pop ever. <laughs> it makes no sense in context of the rest of the shows. Yeah, true. It's a weird one, but uh, I think they're likely to see it happen. Well, I suppose if you're thinking but, that they're going to be doing two days of tapings, mm-hmm. I'd assume they're going to do each night maybe two or three episodes. So if you're thinking that, let's say, roughly four, four to five tapings or episodes per show, you've already got, 16 to 20 weeks worth of action yeah so by doing that you've almost got half a year of content it's, it's a lot and I, if pete dunn doesn't hold that belt right up until the end of those liverpool shows i'll be surprised yeah definitely i, I don't think anyone's stripping it off him i think the soon. belt will change in liverpool yeah interesting yeah so we get triple h johnny sane and all the wrestlers in suits come out uh, triple h gets over nxt and we fade to black yep Pretty decent show. Night two is so much better than night one. Really entertaining. The the six man, the sorry, the tag match in the middle. Uh, Mustache Mountain winning the belts. We get Pete Dunne and uh, Gibson having us a good main event. Like um, the first night wasn't terrible, but it wasn't no. as great as it should be. The second night really, really paid for it. Yeah. yeah, I think I enjoyed last year's tournament better. I like the fact it was a tournament over the two nights and it meant something. I liked the additional action. I think the way they did it was to sell two nights because they could have done the final on the same night Yeah, had they stretched it out and I'm still very much a firm believer whether I am right or wrong just my own personal opinion a lot of the boys who were signed up for this were signed purely because they didn't want them going to world of sport a lot of the guys who are on that especially the download shows it's probably a case of come and do this we'll take your name we're planning on doing this you can't sign for another UK show. You can work for our preferred UK indies. And I don't think... It's not a bad thing. Because with respect, Five Star came and it failed. World of Sport, I don't know how well it would have done. It's not going to be able to compete against this. No chance. It'll It'll be hammy... Saturday night tea time television. It'll be there to replace things like Gladiators. It'll be the family one. <laughs> Jet will be the guest ring announcer. Oh, if Jet's in, then it might sell. You never know. <laughs> Jet, Jet sells Jet, tickets. Jet, Wolf and Shadow. And like, I think we're selling it, mate. Controversy all around. Shadow would fail the wellness test. Oh, let's not he... go there. <laughs> it's probably an old man, but oh, wait, I think he died. 
<laughs> really? I'm pretty sure Shadow died. I might be wrong there. Let's, let's just cut it there. <laughs> so, do you have time to play this game? I do always have time to play a game. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Do you remember what we talked about last week? <laughs> the... Not not Dragon, 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 but what you suggested. Oh, God. Active roster. Dodoe, guess who? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so it has to be active roster. I'll just read this through as quickly and we'll get on with it, okay? So um, the contestant will pick a person. Well, let's call it the games master because I like that term. We'll pick a person from the active WWE roster, okay? It's going to be wrestlers, managers, GMs, okay? But no one that's kind of not an active part of it as such. Okay. So people that are uh, Vincent Mann, for example, you can't have because he's on okay. TV. That's so basically, fine. That's basically, I thought to keep it as simple but open as possible. Okay. Okay. Uh, the opponent gets 15 questions oh, Jesus. to guess who. <laughs> okay. But every, and, 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 so I have to, so if you picked, I have to guess 15 questions. Yep. Okay. Uh, you get three chances to make a guess. <laughs> okay. Okay. Points are rewarded, awarded, I should say. Points are awarded on how few questions it takes you to guess who. Oh my God. Get it? Yep. Okay. So, uh, so if it takes two questions, you'd get thirteen points. If it takes ten questions, you get five points. Okay, okay, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Okay, uh, the opponent, so the person who's answering the questions, can only answer yes or no. Okay, that's okay. Fine. So I have picked someone. Okay, would you like to give it a chance? I will give it a go. Okay, question one: Are you male? Yes. It's a good start. Are you a current champion in WWE? No. Have you been a champion in WWE? Yes. Do you have long hair? Yes. Does it always look like you've been rained on before you go to the ring? Yes. Are you Roman Reigns? No, <laughs> I'm not Roman oh, Reigns. No. One guess down. Oh, no. Oh, I was so confident you were. So it's former champion. I wouldn't pick the easiest person to get <laughs> on the roster still. I was hoping you would. Okay, five questions in, one guess down. Did your finishing move once get banned? No. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> so I need Wikipedia up or something to double check things. Oh dear. Well, that's long hair. Go with nationality. <laughs> Are you Canadian? No. Are you American? No. Makes it a lot easier. <laughs> Not for me, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> if you could get the nation, you'd get it pretty quick. What, the nation? <laughs> <laughs> I won't count that as a question. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hmm. So what have you got so far? I've got that you are male, yeah. former world champion. Oh, you said former champion, not oh, world champion. champion. Oh, sorry, former champion. If you said world champion, I apologise. Oh, okay. Um, he's been a champion. I'll give you this. He's not been a world champion. <laughs> <laughs> You've already gone against the rules of the game. It's fine. <laughs> um, oh, my word. Um, have you ever been in a tag team? Not a recognized tag team. I know I'm only meant to answer no, but yeah. no. But he's he's been in tags, you know? Is it Rusev? No. <laughs> Two guesses in. You've got one more guess and five questions to go. <laughs> Just trying to think of the nationalities of the guys who are in there at the moment. <laughs> and I'll kick myself. Do you have a manager? No. I'm going to kick myself. I didn't pick the easiest one. I could. I, I thought of a while of picking one that was kind of difficult, but not too difficult, you know? No, it's probably very easy. I'm just not asking the right questions. 
Do I wear trunks? Yes. Three questions to go. <laughs> One more guess. I think I'm not going to do brilliantly at guess who. There's a bad idea for suggesting my, <laughs> my game. Former champion. Long hair. Yeah. Potentially looks like I've been rained on. Yes. A champion, not a world champion. Yes. Has been in tags, but not predominantly tag team. And just like that, I think I've got it. Was I at WrestleMania this year? <laughs> were, were you? <laughs> yes, <sorry. laughs> Uh, yes, he was in the Andre Memorial Giant Battle Royal Giant Memorial Battle Royal. <laughs> the Giant Memorial Giant Battle Royal. <laughs> yes. I had to look this up. So yeah, apparently he was. Um, Two questions, one guess. Remain. <laughs> I wanted to say, I, I think that's already thrown out what my guess was going to be. Is I don't think this person was in the Battle Royal this year, but okay. have I held the Cruiserweight Championship? No. It's not what my guess was then. One question left. Oh, man. Not Canadian. Not American. <laughs> Do you want to give me the nationality? No. <laughs> One question left. <laughs> Am I European? Yes. <laughs> Am not I for long? Am I like, yes. <laughs> Am, I, Am I Pete Dunne? No, no. <laughs> Drew McIntyre. Oh, man. <laughs> You've got a long wet hair. <laughs> yeah. I really thought yeah. I was onto it with Reigns. And then when you said the, the finisher had been, uh, hadn't been, oh, well, it's not Seth Rollins then. No, no. Yeah, I still, I saw where you were going with every question sort of thing. Oh, man. See, like, I tried to pick one that wasn't too difficult, but looks like a lot of other wrestlers. So, like, yeah. it would take a while to get there, you know. Okay, cool. Uh, do you want to do one for me or we've not got time? No, I've got one in mind. Okay, right. Let's go for this. Male? Yes. So, are you going to do count? Okay, yeah. cool. It's a male. Um, American? Yes. Okay. Caucasian? No. Okay. So this is going to make your life a lot easier. <laughs> Part of a tag slash trio? No. Okay, interesting. Uh, Roydy Magoo? Uh, I'll, I'll rephrase the question. Big, muscly dude? Yes. <laughs> okay. Currently in a feud of Roman Reigns? Yes. Bobby Lashley, boy. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that means you've got nine points. Nine points, excellent. Nine to nil. Okay, <laughs> sounds so, like my World Cup fantasy league team. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, man. Cool, cool. So, yeah, that's my uh, active roster. WWE guest too. Well, you did a lot better than me. That's <laughs> uh, fine, man. It's just the playing of the game that's the fun bit. Exactly. <laughs> my word. I look forward to playing Guess Who next week. Yeah, we can play anything. I want to try and make all sorts of different games as we go along as well. Keep it interesting, you know. And as we uh, briefly discussed earlier, we will be starting Wrestle League, the fantasy wrestling game, starting at Monday Night Raw next week. Definitely. So we will be doing our draft off the pod, but we're going to post it on the website, on the um, on the Facebook page as well. Yeah. So you can follow which apparently my lack of knowledge of who's got long grease hair on the roster <laughs> as, we, as we go through we've made this podcast quite long at this point so yeah we're going to do the draft uh off of the pod but like you know we'll definitely start talking about it next week yeah uh next week are we gonna go for triple a triple mania 2017 triple mania excellent you've already watched bits and bobs of it i am so excited to talk about this event it sounds like a riot to be fair oh my word okay awesome so uh yeah check us out on our we've set up our social medias and our websites and such uh, World of Wrestling Podcast, pretty much across the board. WorldofWrestlingPodcast.com. Yes, I'm putting this in in post because I forgot to say it initially.
you can find links to our SoundCloud and our YouTube on there. Uh, with both of those, if you just search World of Wrestling Podcast, you will find us immediately. Uh, we've got Twitter. Mine, our mine's Rich Be Thy Name. Yours is the Tex Williams. Lovely. Same on Instagram. Yep. Mine is Rich Be Thy Name. R I C H B Y T H E N A M E. Yours is the Tex Williams. Cool. I don't think we have to spell that. Uh, Facebook. Uh, do you remember the Facebook address? Nope. I'm going to say uh, facebook.com forward slash World of Wrestling Podcast. Let's and if not, we'll change it to it is that. <laughs> I'll voice this over later if we don't. It'll be fine. Excellent work. Uh, and the last thing I want to say is that we have applied for iTunes. Uh, apparently, it takes 7 to 14 days to get a confirmation whether we are or we aren't going to be on iTunes. Uh, allegedly, uh, it's quite easy to get on there and they're very receptive to new podcasts. So fingers crossed, touch wood, we can be on there and you can be downloading us in whatever apps next week. But we're looking at all the outside ones as well. So things like Acast and Stitcher. And what's the other one you mentioned to me? Uh, Player FM and also um, oh, just generally any Android platform with podcasts as well. Exactly. So if you are listening to this and there's a platform you want us to be on that we're not, please let us know and we'll research and we'll make sure we get it on there. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure, Stu. No, cheers, Rich. It's been a long one, but um, considering we said in the prequel episode we won't go any further than 45 minutes to an hour, I think we've doubled that. <laughs> I think with a lot of other shows, when they are like a good three hours, we'll be fine. But with six, with all yeah. the stuff we know about the guys and everything, like, yeah, I think this had to be a good, solid first episode. Yeah. No. And thanks very much, everyone who listened to the first prequel episode. Um, all your kind feedback. We will, again, if you've got any comments, let us know. We will, you know, we're learning this as we go. So we'll try and adapt. And if there is anything you'd like to see on the podcast, let us know. Absolutely. Right. Cheers for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye.